With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Along with J-Mac, I'm Doug Gottlieb. In for Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. And we thank you for listening. If you're on satellite radio as well, the Dan Patrick Channel. Um, Jason, I want to get to the Clippers losing to the Mavericks last night and to the Lakers, who get another shot at the Trailblazers. I do the Bucks, another shot at the Magic tonight. We'll talk some NBA playoffs, which are upon us. We've got some NFL stuff. Rick Bucher is going to join us in 15 minutes. Uh, but I do want to talk about kind of a, a story of last night oh. in the... Um, <sighs> so Tom Brenneman, who's a longtime... Uh, his dad, Marty, just retired last year, right, as the radio voice of the Cincinnati Reds. And Tom has been the TV voice in the local Fox Sports, I think Ohio, of the Cincinnati Reds. Of course, he's also a colleague at Fox TV. I've called a, I've called a, a college basketball game with him. Um, he had a hot mic incident in which he said a, uh, a homophobic slur, right? And it got, it, it got picked up because you know, when you're on the bird, somebody's always listening. And during the fifth inning with the Reds up, he must have been told, like, hey, he's, you're, we're going to have you at the end of this inning, like, be suspended and, you know, take a break. I mean, I don't know if he was, I don't think he was fired at that moment. You know, has he been fired yet? Just been suspended. But it led to one of the most bizarre apology circumstances ever. Take a listen. Out of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith, as there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos that <laughs> will be a home run, and so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck, for the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight, I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am uh, and never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that, uh, that could back that up. Yeah, listen, I, I am very, very sorry, and I beg for your forgiveness. Jim Dale, take you the rest of the way home. 
Right, that, that was that was it. Okay, so there's a, there's a bunch to dig into. By by the way, if you really listen, if you if you want to be a jerk, and I've seen this from some people I like, like, well, he didn't actually apologize. Actually, he did. He apologized not just for himself, but also for the when when he said for the people who signed my paycheck. He knows he represents all of those people, and what he said resonates for all in representing them. And so he apologized not to them, but for them, for for anybody who's offended by what he he says, whatever. And he's like he did the I'm sorry. If you don't believe it, that then you just you just don't want to ever believe anybody saying you're sorry, right? And again, I haven't worked with Tom a ton. I worked with him once. He was great. I, I don't. I can't swear to any human being's character other than my own interactions with him. And he seemed incredibly thoughtful uh, to, to me personally. Um, and what he said was dumb and, you know, he's going to get punished for it. But the home run call was the, the, the okay, so have you ever called a baseball game? Have you ever been around a baseball game okay, in, in the booth? I have not. Okay, so generally in a baseball game, like, you're supposed to have a conversation and then, and then you you leave it to the play. But then all of a sudden there's a pitch. You leave it to the play-by-play guy to describe the action. And then you can hop back into a story. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Right? So it's like we're having a story of like, oh, yeah, I had this, you know, uh, during quarantine, we did this, we did that. Oh, what'd you do, Jason? Did you cut your hair? Did you lose weight? This is my routine. And with the 1-0 pitch, right? That's that's how I... So, I, I don't know. Like, what are you supposed to do? Not mention the home run? And it wasn't like he was like, hey, Castellanos goes yard. <laughs> and I'd like to really apologize. Right? Like, he just, that's the, that's 2020 in a nutshell right there. Right? I was trying to explain Murphy's Law to my son. Oh, do you know what Murphy's one. Law is? Yeah. Like, no, I was like, anything that can go wrong will. Right? That's basically 2020. And that was that sequence of events for Tom Brennerman. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just going to um yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I I don't know what to say. He's he's, I get the, he's the, a company guy. Uh there's there's a there's a quote from one of uh this guy Charlie Munger, one of Warren Buffett's like right-hand man. And um he said, "Whose bread I eat, his song I sing." And I'm a Fox guy, so I'm going to go ahead and punt on uh Going in on Tom Brennan. No, I, mean, I, I don't know. Him. What's, what's, uh, what's, I thought the what's, call was funny. I just the the, uh, the right, home run like, in the middle of an apology. Okay, so like, what do you? What, what, I, I laughed out loud. Right? I had not heard that. I laughed out loud. I mean, I, you hadn't heard that. I had not. No. He who lives on Twitter doesn't know. I don't, that was... uh, dude. I'm doing way less Twitter only during the games. Uh, on during the quarantine, Twitter is just so toxic. It, it's, it's somebody very, made the very... analogy. Where it's like opening a garbage can and seeing rats battling mice uh, for for trash scraps, and that's what Twitter's like. So I'm off it a lot, outside of promoting my own stuff yeah. and during games. It's just so. It's, so you're know. on the gram now. That's the, oh, I love the gram. Yeah, gram the gram? is awesome. Yeah, all about the gram. I mean, it's an this, easy. This it's take, an infinite take, scroll. You know, take a take a listen one more time to this. Just again, we're, I'm not laughing at all about what he said or about. I'm like, look, I've said dumb things on TV and been told to apologize for things I didn't necessarily think I needed to apologize you, for. You've said dumb things? No, Doug. Come on, Jason. N- not I've to, said a not, couple dumb things. Not to that level, yeah. right? Uh, so I do know that, like, like look, here, so here's here's the real reality of, of, of what what happened. So I'll give you, so my thing is, remember I said it, though, I'm just here to get the white man's perspective. Okay, <laughs> this is. <laughs> What, was I on the set for that or no? No, this is a Charles Barkley and oh, Kenny Smith. Oh, that was uh, CBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Smith and um, uh, Greg Anthony. But that, that was that Greg was a Gumbel. big moment for you. I remember it was we not, were. It was a big moment, not in the positive way. Did you get called into a glass office that night or no? Dude, I'll give I'll give you the whole story here because I actually went on with Dan the next day, and then they got mad at me again. Like, why are you going on with Dan Patrick? We told you, like, it's over. I was Shut like, because I was pre-scheduled to go on Dan Patrick the first day of the Sweet Sixteen. So, okay, so it's our first day of the Sweet Sixteen, and I had not worked with. I knew Charles, I knew Kenny some, but I'd never worked with them before, and uh, the way it worked in my contract and in that year was. I did uh, the Mountain West tournament up until like Friday night, I think, or Saturday night. And then I flew a red eye in and I did this all day selection show Sunday, did the selection show. 
and then flew back to California because I was living out here at the time. And then I flew to Salt Lake and did the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. That's when Wichita State beat Gonzaga in the second round. And yes. Was, okay, so that was my first tournament. So I did it with Spiro Ditas. So I'm in Salt Lake. Meanwhile, they're doing TV together that entire week previously. So I fly back into New York on probably Tuesday. You know, like you get like a, I was done like on a Saturday or I think I was done on Sunday. You get home that night. You get like a day to do radio. And I had a TV show at the time and a day with the kids. And I think I t- took a red eye in on, on Tuesday night. So Wednesday I work in the city and I'm just exhausted and I'm about ready to collapse. And instead we go out to dinner. I went to dinner with, with Greg Anthony and I think Seth Davis. And then Thursday I'm getting ready to do my radio show and I'm in the basement of the CBS building, the broadcast center um, where there's radio studios, but I didn't have any interaction with those guys because the Turner guys, they don't like meetings. They don't do any pre-show meeting. I'm they don't, shocked. They don't <laughs> No, They just want it all organic. Yeah. So I was actually on a different show that followed mine on radio for like the first segment. And I hit him with my line, which I thought would be funny, which is like, Hey, I'm just here to bring some diversity to, to the, um, the token white guy, diversity to the, the set, you know, don't, don't mind me or something like that. And they all thought it was, they're howling, but it's sports radio. It's not CBS TV. Yeah. Right. So I kind of choked on the line and I was like, yo man, I'm just here to give, it was like one of those, you go around the room, Greg Gumbel, like, oh, are you excited about tonight? And everybody goes, I'm excited, can't wait, I'm excited. And I just kind of butt in with this stupid line, which I thought would be funny as an icebreaker, which somebody who I worked for at CBS had said when I first signed, like, hey, dude, look at the set. You're actually going to bring diversity to the set. Did you ever think that was possible, right? It was just kind of funny. And so that's what I meant. I just meant, I, I meant nothing by it, right? Just trying to break the ice or whatever. And, you know, I, Charles is like three seats away. He claims, yeah, I, I didn't even hear what you said. All right. Kenny's just got, you know, Kenny's worried about who he's going to say. And Greg Anthony, I don't think he liked me very much anyway. So no one laughed or chuckled. <laughs> no one laughed or chuckled. Kind of fell flat. Fell totally of flat. Of course, the internet is going to go. Oh, go well, away. Mark May said, you know, I'm like, I need to be fired. Mark May? Yeah. Former offensive lineman? Yeah. Oh. At the time he was at ESPN, remember? Yeah. Like, I need to be fired. It was racist. Like, it wasn't racist. I'm making fun of myself. It's funny how people want to blow stuff. Like, that was funny. It got us, if I remember. I had a lot of friends that were like, that was hilarious. Okay. Got some clicks for us on the big lead. Okay. So, so here's what's, here's what really happens. Okay. So I somehow got through that segment. And like, at the time, I knew it was like, uh oh, that was not good. Right. And then there's like some awkwardness within the site because we hadn't worked together before, all these guys. But my, my, the, I take a ton of pride in like, if you cut away that portion of the segment, you'd be like, oh yeah, he was fine. He knew, you know, it was was good. But I, so I didn't let that sinking feeling you have inside you kind of affect me that much. So we go to break and all of a sudden, uh, I'll, I'll leave his name out of it. A gentleman who was very much responsible for me joining CBS is right next to me. And he goes, what the F are you doing? (laughs) And I was like, what, what do you mean? He's like, did you think that was a good idea? I go, I don't know. I maybe didn't think enough about it. Like, is it bad? He goes, it's not good. So throughout the night, you know, Twitter's just crushing me. He's like, it's on CBS. It's the first time anybody, no one knows who you are on CBS. We're introducing you to the world. And that's how you introduce yourself. I was like, yeah, kind of, <laughs> you know, like I thought it was like, all right, so we move on. Um, you know, and they said, hey, listen, we want to write up an apology. We want you to apologize. I was like, what am I apologizing for? A joke that wasn't funny, but it wasn't offensive? Like, well, you know, you could take it in a way like, uh, okay, fine. So I I know, at least on some level, what it's like to feel like your world is crashing down. And you don't, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to have a job tomorrow. And for Tom Brenneman, like, he legitimately probably doesn't have a job, right? So I... And I, you were a little, this was what, like five, six years ago. He's now like 56 years old. It doesn't matter, dude. Like you just never. Listen, Greg Anthony's been through his own stuff. No question. We know what happened with him a few years ago. You can Google that. That that was the next year. Right? Yeah, it was the next year. He's back doing games and stuff. Like, yeah, if you're young, you can rebound. So so here's Tom Brenneman last night apologizing for something he said uh, when, when he had a hot mic before the game. 
bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith, as there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. He got the score, too! This headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck, for the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. And that's not like a legit apology, but like... He did get the home run, and he got the score. That's a professional broadcaster right there. All right, we'll get into the uh, the growing debate, Luca, or and and just so you know, I'm not laughing at the what he said. It's not, you know, saying words like that are not funny. They do leave an indelible imprint, and you do like it's not just about the fact he had a hot mic. It's the fact that that word's still part of his vernacular, and it should not. That form of the F word, the R word, which we people used to use when I was a kid, right? Like people have used it. You got to, it's, it's highly, highly offensive. And sometimes you learn the, the hard way if you didn't already know it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack you know, one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What do you get when you cross Mercedes sedan, coupe, or SUV with a race car? You get Mercedes AMG. What Mercedes AMG is all about. There's really no other way to say OMG AMG. Visit 
MBUSA.com slash AMG, Mercedes AMG, driving performance. Inside the Mercedes-Benz Man Cave, I give you Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Um, so, look, we're getting ready for tonight's Laker-Portland game. Trailblazers won the first game 193. Lakers were abysmal shooting the basketball. Uh, Damian Lillard, Carmelo Anthony, and CJ McCullough made shots late, and the Portland Trailblazers end up getting a win. The Clippers lose to the Dallas Mavericks last night, and the Bucks lost their first game to the Orlando Magic. They have uh, uh, they have Orlando again, kind of later today. If I was going to ask you, Jason, which team you're most concerned with, who would it be? A slight lean, Doug, to the Clippers over the Lakers, simply because I feel, other than the first quarter of Game One that the Mavs have outplayed the Clippers. And with Porzingis on the floor, they've outscored them by 16. Dallas is a real problem here. I thought, you know, okay, playoff Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, their defensive abilities on the wing. They built this team to be switchable on the wing. And lo and behold, they can't stay in front of Luka Doncic. He's creating, I mean, Luka's making Tim Hardaway, Seth Curry, these guys look like legit stars. I mean, there's no depth on this team. Remember, Jalen Brunson, their great backup point guard who's filled in admirably when Luka's been hurt. He's out. Dwight Powell. Yeah, but they're, they're better without, uh, what's name, Burke has been, Trey Burke has been outstanding. Trey Burke has been another guy who's been outstanding. He Remember Trey Burke at Michigan, how awesome he was in that NCAA tournament? Mm-hmm. He was phenomenal. I thought he'd be a real good pro. He never has done well anywhere. And here he is with Luka looking good. Basically, Luka makes everyone better. And we just don't see a lot of players on that level in the NBA. Obviously, Magic Johnson made everyone look better, although you could argue, hey, man, he was gifted Hall of Famers and Worthy and Jabbar. But LeBron James has made everyone better around him, and Luka does that. I don't know that Giannis really does that. Kawhi Leonard, I don't think, does that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that they're a different type of player. But if you're the Clippers, I think you're a little bit nervous right now when you look at their lack of chemistry, the Patrick Beverly injury, Montrez Harrell looks lost, completely lost on the court because he hasn't played. And, uh, you know, obviously the Lakers have their concerns with the starting backcourt and the ability to knock down, you know, open jumpers. I mean, hell, I think I could catch and shoot a couple of open threes in Portland Lakers tonight if I was to suit up for L.A. Um, of course, then you go to a Laker game, Doug, as I know you do, and you watch warm-ups and Danny Green and KCP, they don't miss shots ever. But in the game, they were horrible in game one. I think Lakers bounce back big tonight, big lead in honor of. You know. let, let me let me ask Rick Buecher, Fox Sports 1 and Bleacher Report. Buecher, uh, Bucks, Lakers, Clippers, they've all dropped one so far in the bubble. Who, if 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 you were to cut open your brain and say, give me all honesty, who you're most concerned about, who would it be? It would still be the Lakers. I um, look the Clippers and, uh, and the energy and the, or the lack of energy that they played with. I just uh, I'm I'm astonished that they're still sleepwalking a little bit. I've seen them play much better defense than they did against against Dallas. I think if the Clippers play their best, um, you know, as good as Doncic is, uh, as as much improved as as Porzingis is, uh, the Clippers simply have too much, but. I'm I'm beginning to question, do they have the leadership to bring that team together since we're working on a shorter timeline? But no, the the Lakers and what, what LeBron has to do in order for that team to beat the Blazers is just, it's a lot. There's a lot on his shoulders and there's a lot, there, there are unknowns. You're asking Anthony Davis to be a factor uh, in the playoffs, which with the right matchups, he has been with the wrong matchups he has not been. And uh, I I just have way more questions about the Lakers and whether they can recapture what they were during the regular season than than the Clippers or the Bucks. Rick, when you look at this Clippers issue of leadership, you know, know, I I look at that huddle and I'm like, all right, the chips are, everything's falling away from them. They're struggling. They've been outplayed in almost every quarter against the Mavs, who speaks up in that locker room as the leader? We know it's not Paul George. He followed Kawhi to the Clippers. He yeah. hasn't gotten out of the first round in six years. Can, can it be Patrick Beverly, a role player? Lou Williams is a veteran, and he, this guy's going to a strip club when he leaves the bubble. 
And Kawhi's not a talker. So who is that guy who's pounding the table? We know it's LeBron for the Lakers. Who is it for the Clippers? No, it's a great question. And I honestly, I don't know. I don't know who's going to speak up and, and get it done. Um, and we're going to find out whether, whether it's Pat Bev, whether it's, uh, you know, it's hard to see that it's, it's a, a Montrez Harrell. Those guys have the personality to, to speak up, but I don't know if they have the, the status within that team. And that is, you know, I would think that while we don't think of Kawhi as a talker, in circumstances like that, it would be Kawhi who would have to, who would have to speak and, and, and pull guys together. I, but it's, that's why I raised the question, because we're at the, at the point now where somebody needs to gather them, and, uh, and, and we'll see who that is. Rick Buecher joining us, Fox Sports 1, and, of course, uh, Bleach Report, long time covering the NBA. Sound a little, little groggy there, like a little bubble wine hangover? What's, what's going on no, with no, you? No. Yeah, no, no, no. Just little, little froggy. Uh, as you know, we have California fires everywhere, and uh, and we're seeing some of it ah. uh, in our era ah. area. So right. our our quality of air is not great right now. Okay, welcome, welcome to welcome to Southern California. As you Northern Californians think, you guys always yeah. have it uh, have it better. We send our regards to everybody who's fighting those fires out there. I mean, that, that's for sure. is, is terrible. Rick Buecher joining us. Um, okay, Buke, th- there's. LeBron said there's there's some sort of something intricate in terms of what's off with their team chemistry. Okay, so mm. what what's what's the deal there? Is it I mean, I know they're pissed at Avery Bradley. They they can never say so cuz somebody says family and you're like, "All right, whatever." But yeah. want, want, want to win a championship. I know they're mad there, but that couldn't be it's got to be something. What what else is it that that makes this thing not not feel as as wholesome as it maybe it should be? Well, look, there are guys that you would expect to step up and be bigger factors than um, than they are, and uh, they're also not going to call out Anthony Davis and playing a, a bigger role. But the fact of the matter is, he's the second most talented player on that team, and he's not. He's not stepping up, I think, the way that LeBron expected him to. Uh, and I'm going to date myself here, but I think of, of – and this is going back a ways, but this just instantly came to mind. Elton Brand was very similar in that he was not a leader. He was a talented player, but he was, he was not a leader. But when he got together with Sam Cassell, he had his greatest success. I'd say Carmelo Anthony with Chauncey Billups and now with Damian Lillard. Like – Certain guys may not be the fire starter, but once you start the fire, they will join in and they'll, they'll, they'll start throwing wood on it. And we are not seeing that from Anthony Davis. Now, I don't know if that's what LeBron is talking about, but that's what I see as a, as a crisis in confidence with this team, which is this guy's really talented. He's had a, 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 big, a, a big year in, in A.D., and now we're at the most crucial time of the year. And I don't care what the numbers say. He is playing in a really passive way at a time where they need him to step up and be aggressive. I wonder, Rick, if LeBron can be like, yo, we brought you here because you're a primetime player. We don't, I, I mean, at some point, the Lakers have to get sick of this fading away on everything, this whole, I don't want to play center. I mean, it's the it's the playoffs. Anthony Davis was two for fifteen outside of the restricted area in Game One. I mean, th- th- Rick, that's just absolutely not going to cut it. I-, I mean, I'm on board saying this is one of these pound the table days for LeBron, where he says, "Guys, <laughs> I don't fall behind 0-2. There's no room yeah. for error here. You know, you, everybody's on a short uh, leash. You know, we're going to see Dion Waiters here. We may see J.R. Smith." Alex Caruso pulling himself out of the game with five minutes left. This stuff is inexcusable. And, and yeah. I, I got to figure LeBron shows up tonight and the Lakers win. Would you agree? I Look, I would think so, but uh, it, this has always been mystifying to me. I would have thought that LeBron James would have grabbed the game by the throat in the final minute or two in game one and brought it home. And we're coming down and we're just running plays and – we're not taking threes, which was 
essential and we're getting switches and he's got Damian Lillard on him and what is he doing? What you wanted. What, what is he what, exactly? What is he doing? Like, I have, like listen, I, 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 I understand the passing and getting everybody else involved uh, yeah. most of the game. Okay. And this has been the thing with LeBron for the entirety of his career. And at times in yeah. Cleveland, just out of necessity, he was, you know, especially late in his run in Cleveland was like, F it. I'll just do it myself. Right. But right. like, like you point out, they come out of a timeout, they're down five. And they run a simple ball screen because the idea is Damian Lillard doesn't play defense. He's too small for LeBron James. They get a switch, and he passes it to Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who drives in and shoots a a runner, a a layup that doesn't hit rim. Right? Like, that's on LeBron. Like, LeBron drives in there, and he's at the rim, and he kicks out to Alex Caruso, who can't shoot. He's right at the rim. Go finish, get fouled, make a free throw or two, you know, get an and one. Like, it, it, it was... It was almost reverting to passive LeBron, and yeah. that that was still a very winnable game. That, that's the thing. That game still should have, could have been won had he taken over, despite the fact his teammates let him down shooting the basketball. Yeah, well, and you know, in both cases, with AD and with, with LeBron, and I, Jason, I don't know if I can blame you for this, but I'd like to, but I don't know if I can, uh, is, is that people have anointed them as being certain things when they have not proven that. Like everybody talks about AD. I, I still hear it right as of right now. They're talking about him being one of the top five players in the league. You can be a top five talent and not be a top five player. A top five player utilizes his talent. A top five, uh, playing in the clutch, delivering in the clutch is, in my mind, part of what makes you top five I, I don't care about talent there's a ton of talented players that have come and gone and ad has a wealth of talent but he has uh, he hasn't applied it uh to its fullest extent uh, in a lot of circumstances and lebron being an intelligent i always hear like his intelligence his iq it's all this and i'm like if it doesn't apply, if you don't apply it in game situations, the, the making the right basketball play because you're swinging it to somebody who's open for a second, I'm not asking Alex Caruso to win me the game. I'm not asking Kyle Kuzma to win me the game. I'm not, I'm not asking Kyle Korver, as good of a shooter as he is, to, to hit a shot in the finals that's going to be semi-contested when you, LeBron, are, are six feet from the basket. That's not a good basketball play in NBA terms. And yet there are a ton of people out there who will, who will defend the decisions made by both of those players. And that's what I blame because I really believe that when people turn the heat up on, on LeBron going all the way back to Cleveland, the first iteration in Cleveland, when they turn the heat up, and said, oh, but he's not a championship player. That's what forced him to go to Miami and learn how to be a championship player. And I feel as if, collectively, we don't do enough of that. And as a result, some of our biggest talents don't maximize who they are because we find ways to look at, and I'm, I'm hearing it with other players now on other teams, uh, Joel Embiid, uh, you know, he doesn't have a point guard who can get him the ball in, in, in the right situation. So I'm like, the dude's, the dude's not in shape. He's a, he's a monster in the first quarter. Uh, why is he a monster in the fourth quarter? It's not because he's not getting the ball. It's because he's too tired to get position, and he's not asking for the ball because he's fatigued. Now, I don't want to act like I'm killing the Lakers here. They did lead by six a couple times in the fourth. They were, I mean, we're talking about a tie game with like three minutes left. And, like, listen, Anthony Davis, Rick, last time he had a playoff series, I think he swept Portland and Damian Lillard. Like, it was an impressive no, 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 showing. No, no, no. See, see, here we go. Rajon Rondo and Drew Holiday were the, were, were the fire starters and the leader in that. And Anthony Davis had a matchup with Yusuf Nurkic that he, could, that, that he fully exploited. Yeah, he I averaged, like, I 31 and 13 not, in that but, series. Like. But let's not say – yeah, okay, but the numbers – look – this is, this is how Tony Parker ends up being a finals MVP in 2007 over Tim Duncan because he was matched up with Booby Gibson and he put up huge numbers. Tim Duncan 
is and always will be the MVP of any game that he and Tony Parker played in. There wasn't a game where Tim Duncan wasn't the guy that you game planned for and didn't have the, uh, the, the bigger influence. But because people looked at numbers and said, oh, wow, Tony Parker, boy, he lit it up. He ended up being finals MVP. Certainly, Miritich was very good in that series. He averaged uh, like 18 a game, uh, 46% on threes. But like... I'm not killing Anthony Davis. I just thought no, uh, no, it was we, a disappointing we, I think we game. All, we, we, game we, all saw the, we all saw the exact same thing. Let me get to the Bucks because um, I, I, I think one of the guys you're alluding to in terms of us making kind of excuses for is, is Giannis. Yep. And I, 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 just don't, I just don't think he can shoot, and I don't think you can win it all if your best player can't shoot. And – He's the part of me likes the fact that he's going to keep taking him because yeah. so, at some point you got to guard him. But part of me is like you almost like you're taking shot. It's the inopportune threes when you don't need to, and you know I, there's just a difference in regular season and postseason basketball. Although the officiating hasn't been as lax as it usually is, it'll probably get more and more physical. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are now that we've seen the Bucks lose a game. I feel as if, uh, I mean, everybody's put this emphasis that Giannis has to develop a three, and if he develops a three, uh, watch out. It, it, you know, it's, it's over. And I'm thinking, I, 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 I've got enough three-point shooters on that Milwaukee team. What I need him to develop is ability to score in the mid-range from the free-throw free throw line down right. so that – We skipped that, Rick. Either, Rick, we skipped that in our, in, in our, you know, they, they want everybody to be the Brook Lopez, which you go from a back-to-the-basket player to being a three-point shooter. Yeah, well, but but it's for me the function of Giannis as the best player on that team and the go-to and the playmaker is I need him a step away from the rim, and if you're going to trap me or you're not going to let me get 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 to the rim, you're going to put that much emphasis on me. I'm just going to raise up. I'm going to hit that mid-range. Or if you if if you're going to crowd me like that, then I've got somebody wide open on the on the perimeter who can hit a three and who's been hitting a three their entire career. Right. Uh, Giannis, you know, putting him out at the three-point line and the emphasis on that is, honestly, it seems insane to me. Like, he's so dangerous near the basket. Like, why why would we do that? It, it, or why would we put an emphasis? Or why would we think that if he can shoot a three, now suddenly that's the answer for what's going to make the Milwaukee Bucks unbeatable? To me, it's it's... Playing in that pinch post, in that mid post, and drawing attention there, and that's going to allow him to either be lethal as a scorer, or it's going to open everybody else up. And I, again, this is where the, the the conversation about what teams have to do, and as a result, what excuses we make for guys who aren't getting it done, just seems so cockeyed to me at times. Luca or Giannis, you're starting an NBA team right now. Who do you want? Uh, as of right now, I'd have to go Doncic. Yeah, three and zero, clean and, and, sweep, and, and, Doug. And, and, and he, it's not just that; it's that he, his skill set will last longer, and yeah. I think it have a bigger impact. If we would have asked well, this pre bubble, Rick, I I wonder yeah. if it would have been three zero Giannis. Oh uh, well, MVP I, look, and defensive from, player of the year. Oh, well, you know what? But I don't care. Uh, the the whole MVP thing. I just. Uh, this, I, this to me, Buke, I'm, I'm going to help you out here. I actually think, and look, I don't think, neither of us have anything bad to say about the place we used to work, but I, yeah. I think the MVP discussion becoming such a big part of everything is yeah. merely a creation of ESPN to generate some sort of interest in regular season games that most people aren't actually interested in. I, I truly believe that. Like, I've, I've done this for a long time. It's only the last five or six years that people really, really seem to care about the MVP. It's never necessarily been the best player in the league. It's been, you know, who wins the championship, you know, and how do they yeah. play against the other great players? Yeah. That, that, that's how, that's what, uh, la, last thing, um, LeBron, there's there's some that are making explanation or excuses. Hey, it's so different without fans. Joe Varden, who covered him uh, in Cleveland's like LeBron's really affected by not having fans. My point is, okay, but so is everybody else. Yeah. Do do what are you what are you now that we've seen playoff bubble basketball? How is it different? Well, look, I think I, I think role players, um, you know, the depth of your of of your team 
is and the internal uh, enthusiasm of your team, uh, it, it, those things matter in a much greater in a, in a much greater way. But we're seeing a lot of guys that normally uh, playing in hostile environment, playing under the pressure of the of, of the playoffs in big games. Uh, you either wouldn't look to them, or uh, or or they wouldn't they wouldn't play the same way. They wouldn't play as freely as they have. And I think that's one of the things where you see where like Gary Trent Jr. Okay. He's got the personality, but uh, it's all also like that entire team is, is okay with him taking, taking a three with the game, with the game on the line. Um, I, I don't know if that would be the same feeling if we were playing in Staples center for e- for either one. So I see, I think we see, I think we see more of that. Um, again, I, I LeBron's explanation that the bubble is what's screwing over the Lakers. Uh, you're playing against a Portland team whose home court advantage, whose who's the, the crowd and the and the atmosphere up there is better than Staples Center. Right. So, uh, and we had eight teams lose their first game, and there was only one that that talked about the bubble, and it's the team that supposedly has two of the top five players in the league. And both of those players talked about the bubble that they can't play. You know, they can't play without fans. Right. I mean, what 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 is? <laughs> you're asking me to explain something that hurts my head. I I I can't explain it. Like, what what is what is? I mean, we could get into the psychology of LeBron and AD and everything else, but to me, they're just they're they're excuses and they're not very good ones. Awesome stuff, Buke. Enjoy the hoops. It'll be on all day. We'll discuss it, and we'll read your work in Bleacher Report. See you on Fox Sports 1. Thanks for joining us. Sounds good. The one and only Rick Buka. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Doug Gottlieb and uh, Jason McIntyre. 
here in uh, in studio. Rick Buecher is brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Prepare yourself for whatever comes your way in the all-new GT four-door coupe because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. And if you missed any of our celebrity interviews or from the week from the Mercedes-Benz AMG Man Cave, just go to the Dan Patrick app where you can watch and listen inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, Mercedes-AMG driving performance. All right, tonight, Jason, or today, we have we have games. Yeah, it, it's you, you want to bet all of every penny of what you have rightfully no, earned? No, 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 no. On the LA Lakers tonight in six go and a half points. All in on anything, um, in on that level. But I, I, to go back to what Rick Buecher was talking about, and you know, he's saying it's not about the numbers; it's about player impact. It's about both, obviously. Like it's never just about one thing. Numbers are important, right? LeBron had a phenomenal statistical game. His impact, otherwise, was maybe not as big as the stats. But then you look at Anthony Davis, and he ended up with 28 points, but it was like hollow, you know? Two for 15 outside the restricted area. Bad shot selection. Missed free throws. So, yeah, it, it isn't all about the numbers, but it's certainly not all about the impact. Um, and that's why tonight I'm going with LeBron mostly for impact. I think as a leader in the locker room, a leader in the league, you know, people are going to listen when LeBron speaks up. And that's my issue with the Clippers. I don't know that they have that. I like Lakers. I like the Heat. Uh, Oladipo, it appears he's going to be a go today. He injured his knee nine minutes in. They just don't have enough offense. I like this Heat team a lot. I think they're a legit threat to the Bucs. Uh, what are the other two games? Bucks uh, Magic. Bucks Magic. I'll, I'll, Bucks are not losing today. Um, but I, I'm not betting them 13. Like, come on. That's nearly 13 point times. favorites? Yeah. yeah it's dumb. Uh, that's a lot of points. Yeah, and then the other game is... Uh, that's a lot of points. Oh, Rockets-Thunder. Now, the Rockets uh, controlled that entire game. And, and one of the things that I thought the Thunder ran into that the Lakers ran into is, you know, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is just a kid. And guys guys are tight, right? I thought some several of the Lakers, the shots they missed in the first half, they were clearly tight. Yeah, that it can look like the same court, it can be the same opponent. There's no fans, or whatever. See, but I get but it this matters more from KCP. I don't think he's played a high level playoff game ever. He was with the Pistons for a, you know. No, KCP has uh, has been a good player but on bad Danny teams. Danny Green a, is a major veteran who's had a lot of postseason success. Yeah, but he was with bad the in the playoffs last year. Shooting, he's just the, I think the, it's a couple years. Yeah, last year with the, the Raptors. Yeah, last year he was great in the regular season shooting. <clears throat> didn't play as well as they would have liked, but couldn't make a shot in the in the in the postseason, and he just looks washed. Mm, That's yeah. just what happens when you when you. Well, listen, the other guys they got are Dion Waiters, who was suspended at one point this season for I think taking too many some gummies gummies yeah. on a plane, and he freaked out. And then you got J.R. Smith, who you don't want to believe in. Um, I, listen, they, I don't want to believe in. I'm I'm telling you, you, you I'm telling you, Quinn, as a, Quinn Cook. What, what no, are, what Quinn Cook can't play in this game. Okay, so who are we trotting out at guard for the Lakers? I think you'll give Deion Waiters a little bit more run, you but I think to. generally this is who you are. This is who you are. You just got to win with it. They, you did a good enough guys. job defensively. You held them to 100 points. If it's close down the stretch, I go AD at the 5, Morris at the 4, Kuzma 3, LeBron 2, and then I go one shooter. I don't know who that is. Um, and you put, you know, Kuzma's going to get lit up by CJ McCollum, but so be it. You know, uh, it's not like Caruso so, so or Danny it. Green. Yeah, so Danny Green, KCP, they're getting torched anyway. So I, I they weren't getting, they the weren't, offense. I mean. Uh, Listen, Caruso played good defense. We agree. Yes. They just made shots. So I would rather have the offensive guy in if they're going to make shots anyway. See, I think the, the construct of this team is that they, they can fall back on their defense. And that if LeBron and AD make enough shots, then, the, then they'll win. And I think that's what they'll go back to tonight. I really, I really do. Will they give Waiters a little bit more run? Sure. Oh, but who's your fifth guy? I, who are the closing five? I don't think it can be Dwight Howard or Javale who starts. But, but, but Dwight Howard and Javale weren't at the end. At the end of the game, they never. Uh, they had Dwight Howard in for some major pivotal moments in the fourth quarter, which I'm disappointed because that allows not Whiteside. the start of the fourth quarter. Not or the, the start. End. It was like the middle where it was kind of uh, you know the, it was tied. Um, no. I don't know. Look, I I think the Bucks win, although thirteen is a ton of points. Yeah, I think Oklahoma City bounces back and wins. They Interesting. Didn't, didn't play well at all, and and Houston played very good. By the basketball. way, did you see the Harden number? His over under tonight is thirty eight points. I mean, it's ridiculous. Bad boy. He's unstoppable. I mean, I don't, I don't know who well, tried I mean, like, to guard him. Stephen Adams should have thirty. 
or Ga- 40. I think Gallo's the guy they like. I-, I bet the Gallo over the other night easily hit third quarter. Gallinari is a bad mismatch for the Rockets. Lakers win tonight. Um, win fairly handily. Although, you know, like, look, the the Trailblazers have that. Sh- they're the they're the annoying guy that when you shoot for teams at the park, they're always in the game because they always make shots. They have a bunch of shot makers, and that was enough in game one, even though they only scored a hundred points. How bad would the NBA be if the Lakers got knocked out in the first round? Would would <laughs> would would not be to Adam Silver's liking. For Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.